the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Retirement. Let's talk about the markets. Stocks look ready to pull back. Yesterday, she loves me. NAFTA, North American Free Trade Association, Part Two. Um, today, market no love me. Crazy, right? News that Canada has joined the United States Mexico in trade agreement kind of has worn off its shine. That's sometimes one of the worries that you start to develop. Sell the news. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Concerns over Italy. Now that's a spice meatball. Have resurfaced again. The country has an anti-establishment government. And on Friday of this week, um, last week, uh, last Friday, sorry, we were saying that, uh, they widened the country's budget deficit target for the next two years. Uh, 2.4% two, of GDP. Irking your EU officials. Um, I love saying this. Deputy Prime Minister Luigi is saying that the government will not retreat even a millimeter from its 2.4% target. Oh. And for the record, his name is actually Luigi DeMaio. Spicy meatball. Can you imagine? Spicy meatball! <laughs> If Italy has a prime minister, deputy prime minister, run around collecting coins, and that's what he does. He just jumps over and lands on turtles' backs. Uh, what else we got? PepsiCo is down 1.5% in the market uh, today. And uh, it, it's Indra Nuri's last day as CEO. And it's kind of a sad thing um, to see the stock open up lower. And, and then you know, they reported about earnings uh, consensus expectations, um, but they lowered their profit guidance with the fiscal year. The beverage market seems to be a wide open wild west these days, is it not? General Electric's up, adding 2.3% after jumping 7.1% on Monday. Uh, basically firing CEO, John Flannery. 
you ever notice football teams get all excited when a coach is fired and a new guy comes in like we're gonna we're gonna work our butts off out there and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and you get all excited about your home team and then oh you give them a hundred million plus dollar contract oh and then oh down goes the quarterback and the coach is struggling to find a win Anyhow, GE's up, Pepsi's down. Kind of interesting. GE again, CEO being fired. Uh, Pepsi, CEO leaving the company. Time to retire. Um, success or failure starts at the top. You know, yesterday we talked a lot about uh, Elon Musk and success or failure starts at the top. Oil's playing around with $75 a barrel, uh, playing with a four-year high. As investors continue to buy ahead of upcoming U.S. sanctions on Iran's energy industry, which will go into effect November 4th. Ten-year Treasury now plays with 3.07%. So it's holding that 3%. Keep in mind, we're expecting the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates one more time in December. And uh, a couple more times, two to four more times in 2019. So oil's in the news. Pepsi's in the news. General Electric's in the news. Uh, these are all big stories, big stories. Amazon's in the news. They're doing their best to um, up the minimum wage. How do you feel about this? Bernie Sanders was on Stephen Colbert last night saying, you know, we got to start taxing these companies that are some of the richest you know, people in the world. Do you tax the company or do you have the city do it or do you tax the billionaire? It's it's easy to say. Even Amazon could get squeezed by political pressure. So they're upping the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour for all of the United States workers. It said the pay increase would include part time workers, those hired for temporary purposes. It would apply to more than two hundred and fifty thousand employees, including all that work at Whole Foods, as well as the more than hundred thousand seasonal employees that will hire for the holiday season. Goes into effect November one. The company had said previously that stock incentive bonuses for all full time workers at fulfillment centers was more than fifteen dollars an hour, but it had not disclosed pay for part time and contract workers. Interesting. Do you think Amazon can give fifteen dollars and then say instead of giving a couple stock options a year, cut it down to half that? In the end, do we punish a company? Do we not punish a company? Do we punish the employee? Does the company eat it? Does the company pass it on? Employment has become Amazon's most potent political vulnerability, as well as its most important political message. Um, so Amazon is more than willing to tell the government, hey, we, we hire a lot of people. And uh, take that. The shift online... Shopping has led many retailers like Toys R Us and Sears to shut down and lay off staffs in cities. So Amazon is in the news. Jeff Bezos is listening. That I'm assured of. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Jeff Bezos Southwest is, is watching a, you. Oh, good golly. There he is. It's like a virus on my computer, right? Um, anyway, Southwest is starting their... Big fair slashing option. It's big twice a year fair sale with round trip fares below $100 on dozens of the shortest routes. 
um, it's not always the best deal. But if you're a business traveler who travels in the middle of the week, it could certainly save you some bucks. The fine print is always the devil in the detail. Some of the more popular locations like Puerto Rico and Florida um, might be affected. So Southwest is a low fare calendar. And again, it's for travel through November 28th through December 12th and from January 6th through March 12th. Um, there are some limits, again, on what days you can leave and fly. Uh, but check out the low fare air calendar and save some money. It always pisses me off. There's two things that piss me off, upset me. It's a, the guy next to me is paying property tax, half of mine, even though we live on the same road, have the same size house, and um, same services. Right? He, he can say, well, I was there before you were. I hate Prop 13 because the dumbest thing California has in effect and undoing it is impossible. Because if I talk about Prop 13, an old man's going to try to hit me with his cane. Which I'm, I'm working on becoming an old man with a cane, just so you know. You're darn tootin'. <laughs> That's going to be my, uh, my shtick one day. I'm an old man with a cane. So, um, thank you, thank you. A lot of people are expecting October to be a big month for the stock market. The average investor probably thinks October is the worst month for U.S. stocks, and some of the uh, worst meltdowns in U.S. history have happened during the month. But um, it's actually a pretty good month to be an investor. So, um, I wouldn't invest based on months. But in the last 100 years, last 50 years, last 20 years, you can look at the charts and go, whoa. October, November, December, last 20 years have all been up or average up. 2, 2.5%, 1.8%, 1.5%. Some of the biggest moves in the last three months of the year. I'm Rob Black, start talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Oh, this is complicated times. And I can tell you that if you want to send your love questions, I'll gladly take a, a shot at them and give you answers. Because not only am I a doctor of money, but I'm a doctor of love. And neither accounts are true. I'm not a doctor in either. But I play one on TV. Got an email from someone who said, my boyfriend. I know, I know. My boyfriend wants me to pay half his mortgage's rent. And calls my desire to buy property and escape home. <laughs> Um, when I was growing up, and my, my direct issue, like when I came to California um, 20 years ago, roughly, 
I remember seeing people living at home. I'm like, hey, you want to go grab some beers? Like, yeah, let me check with my mom and dad, see if it's cool. Better take the car. I'm like, what? What? You're 35 years old. You're 30 years old. Say what? And now it's just much more of a normal thing. We'll talk about, you know, adult children living with their parents. But the boyfriend-girlfriend thing is always kind of interesting, especially when there's a divorce um, or and there's property from that divorce or there's um, kind of a first-time love where one person has more money than the other. It's important to be able to talk about money. And um, when you do, you can't get upset about it. Um, the email talks about, you know, my home is f- finally selling after divorce some years ago. I'll clear just enough profit to potentially make a down payment to buy another house. Some small fixer-upper to secure my future housing needs. I have a smaller but consistent work income. Um, and my current boyfriend, a genuinely sweet and kind person, owns his own home. We've discussed our future, and he wants me to move into his house now that my house is sold. And you can kind of see where it starts to getting a problem. that She wants a, an escape home, in his mind. Um... He feels that it would be fair if she pays half his mortgage as rent after moving in. She would feel more secure if I purchased a home while still living with him and then marrying him, prior divorce, blah, blah, blah. You kind of get it, right? This is where I am not an expert. And I have to tell you, you know, protect yourselves on some level. Good job that you fell in love again. Uh, you have to know that you can be a stakeholder in your own future. You've given your boyfriend several reasonable alternatives, including setting up a bank account where you both invested. That's a good idea. Paying half the mortgage makes total sense if you signed a contract where you get one quarter of the entire value of the house in the event you break up. You do a contract. If he's paid off 50% of his mortgage, then you know this could all be written down in terms that make sense. If you have the courage to talk about it. Right now, single women account for 18% of home buyers compared to 7% of single men. Um, versus 65% for married couples. So when you start doing that boyfriend-girlfriend buying property, it can be a problem. Um, I did that once, and you know, I, I quit claim deed it. I, I took her name off because she was going to be paying none of it. Um, and it was out of state, and it was just literally like, ooh, I just made an investment for you. And that didn't make a lot of sense. Um... So you have to have the courage to talk about it, right? And get some stuff done in contracts and writings. Amazon raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, their minimum wage. It's really tough to put a finger on, you know, how do you explain that story in an intelligible way that uh, changes people's worlds? Well, you know, take a look at Friday, the jobs report, right? And then take a look every now and then what the average salary is, and you could kind of see that Amazon's becoming a pretty darn big employer, a lot like Walmart. And, um, you know, it's all good. It's all good in the hood, so to speak. It's, um, it's going to create a little wage inflation, and it'll put more pressure on some companies that don't have that ability to scale up wages. Uh, it'll put pressure on them to either automate or you know, retain better employees or do something, right? So four out of five American adults, four out of five parents, provide some type of financial support for their adult offspring, and they spend twice as much on them as they do saving for retirement. And that makes me want to, you know, 
scream Kelly Clarkson's name out really loud, as in the scene from The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Um, it's mind-numbingly, disturbingly painful. That, again, when you have a child, it's a beautiful thing, right? That choice is going to cost you somewhere between a quarter of a million to a third of a million to get them to 17, and probably another quarter of a million to get them to 21 through college. And then you start seeing parents helping out with rent, vacations, and weddings. You know, down payments for cars and cell phones and things along those lines. So four out of five parents provide some type of financial support for their adult children. Should that be you? Again, I'm neither a love doctor nor am I a a parental units expert. Um... But 37 support food and groceries. 22% of parents help support cell phones. 30% help support car expenses. 22% schools. 23% help support vacations. 13% help support rents and mortgages. And the numbers are even higher when paid in full. Not always, but usually. Like rent and mortgages is higher when paid in full. And as a parent, you want nothing but the best things for your kids, I hope. But keep in mind, you're being taxed on it, and your kid's getting that money tax-free, too, typically. My advice, open up. Be frank about what you can and cannot contribute. Show them your budget, your expenses. Um, I see a lot of entitled children. So I believe in lending, don't give. And maybe if you want to, it could be a forgiveness of the loan later. Um, But again, this isn't really my area of expertise. Ask for help if your child moves back home. They should help with utilities, groceries, maybe a small rent. And I I can already hear some kids screaming, you know, dirty words at their parents. You know, blah, blah, you. You and dad have so much money and I got nothing. Like, I can, I can hear that, right? But I guess this segment's kind of about learning to talk to your loved ones realistically about money. And I just, I don't see enough of it, to be honest with you. And uh, is it upsetting? No, it's not upsetting, but it's of note. We note it. Um, Tesla says it's getting slammed in China because of tariffs. Cars cost 60% more than competitors. GE shares... Uh, We're up, then they're down after Moody's puts credit rating under review for possible downgrade. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Um, Congratulations to Indra Nui, last day's CEO at Pepsi. I think she's one of the most important female CEOs of all time. This one goes out to the one I but we carried on anyway. So sure, I could just close my eyes. Yeah, sure, trace and memorize. But can you go back once you know? You don't know me. You don't know me at all. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Machine Piano Fire doing a duet with Regina Spector. And uh, she's a piano player too, pianist. Um, which reminds me of one of my favorite jokes. But what I love about that when she goes, <laughs> he goes, you don't know me? And she goes, I think I kind of want to learn how to talk like that. No that's way. Cool. That's, that's close. That's close. I don't want to have vocal fry. I want to have something that's me, mine. No way. Yeah, right? this one's really close, isn't it? Anyhow, where did the show go today? It's almost over. <laughs> did he talk about pudgy singers? That He did. I'm sorry. Anyhow, and anyway, stock market talk, huh? Indonesian leaders are stepping up the hunt for survivors as the quake toll passes 1,200. There's not a lot to say about that, in my opinion. There's a lot to think about there, but not a lot to say about. You know, there's obviously disasters around the world, and you should have a disaster kit in your house, and you should be prepared for a financial disaster. But with that being said, I'm not going to you know, jump on top of 1,200 dead people right now and say, uh, you know, vacations are dangerous, homes are dangerous. Like, I just think you should be prepared for worst-case scenarios. And that's not glass half-empty. That's uh, a preventative measure as best you can. 800-516-1220 each calls in there. You know who I hate? Billionaires who, who say their biggest mistake was. Okay, you're a billionaire. Now you're going to tell me what your biggest mistake was. There's a buy and hold investor named Ron Barron. He says his biggest mistake was not investing in Amazon. I didn't invest in him and Jeff Bezos. How could I miss it? Well, you're a billionaire. You're not a super-powered investor. Like, aliens didn't come to this planet and say, you're going to have the mind power to invest in nothing but winners. Now, he's obviously done well, so you listen to him. Like, you, you don't... There's nothing to lose from paying attention to billionaires, especially ones that, you know, buy stocks and hold them a long time. Later in the morning, Ron Barron said that, you know, he invests in Tesla, and he thinks they're going to be a trillion-dollar company by 2030. $20, tr- $20 trillion in revenue. Uh, sorry. Trillion-dollar revenue. Yep. So we have a new 760-mile-per-hour vehicle. Hyperloop Transportation Technologies, HTT. The CEO said he hopes to have a full Hyperloop up and running in three years. That will go at 760 miles per hour. So Hyperloop, I believe, is the best way of me saying this. Is Do you remember back in the days where you would work in a mailroom or something like that, and there's those vacuum tubes that you'd stick something up in, and like, whoa, where did it go? There's a lot of that going on, in it, I believe. Tied towards magnets to help levitate and propel pods through large tubes at speeds of more than 700 miles an hour. Ooh, exciting. Don't you like the idea of getting to L.A. in an hour, 10, hour, 15, versus six hours? I know. You say, I don't even like going to L.A. L.A.? I don't even like L.A. I just so badly hope they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yasiel Puig. <laughs> I'm not going to say punk, because that has the wrong tones to it. Punk, 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 punk. 
he was dancing the other day after a game and with his shirt off, and I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of looks like me. Kind of looks like my body. I see where he stole it from. The dude is cut. But yeah, baseball starts, and uh, baseball has to start. You know how baseball can get better. And this is this segment's dedicated to Russ, man I've worked with for many many years who loves baseball. Baseball has to expand the playoffs. Not six teams, not eight teams. We need to go to 12. Because last month, month and a half, no one's been interested because so many teams are out of it. I know you're saying, Rob, you fix love, you fix families, and now you fix baseball? I'll send you my bell later. Yeah, that's a good one. Goldman Sachs believes Netflix subscriber base will continue to soar. I know, Netflix is an interesting company. What I love about this um, commentary is that Goldman Sachs is saying people are underestimating how fast Netflix is growing. And, you know, I've been toying with you and saying, oh, this is going to be the year I cut my, my uh, cable. Take off, you hoser. And I can tell you that my boys and my family spend more and more and more and more time watching Netflix or YouTube at a tremendous rate comparatively to what we're doing with network television. Me and a friend were talking the other day, and he said, Hey, did you watch that uh, show Manifest on NBC? And I acted all appalled and offended. I'm like, You think I watch broadcast television? You think I watch a legacy? No. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> it's, uh, the reviews are awful. It's never good when the reviews are that kind of bad. Goldman Sachs believes Netflix subscribers' growth will continue to soar, forecasting 30 million net ads in 2019 versus expectations right now of 25 million. And what's going to happen when Netflix, you know, finally starts policing people and using multiple passwords? You're allowed to more than you'd think. Like with cable, they're like, oh, no, you need another box. Oh, no. So cable has to start giving away those boxes for free or something. So um, Netflix audience transitions from television, in-home viewing, towards mobile, out-of-home viewing. Its subscriber pool should skyrocket at large. Emerging markets like India, where they may not have the Sunday night, get at home, sit on the couch, put your feet up on a uh, stool, have corn chips, a bowl of corn chips ready, and a, a PepsiCo, Pepsi, Cola. All I want to do is go home, sit on the couch with a bowl of, of corn chips and a Pepsi. And watch TV. And India may not have that. Russia may not have that. Different countries may not have that like definition in television that maybe you do or I do. So the analyst is saying, we see a lot of upside. We see a 12-month price target of $470. 23% upside. Do you trust him? Trust him. Or are you saying, it's already had such a big run, I don't know. Scientists have discovered a new object with orbit that hints of farther out super-Earth or larger planet X billions of miles from Pluto. Okay. I have no opinion on this. But there's something called planet X or super-Earth out there. The object was discovered as part of the astronomy's ongoing hunt for unknown dwarf planet. 
Planet Nine. I still say Pluto. Pluto is a planet, but that's my opinion. Telescopes in Chile, Hawaii, and Arizona are finding thousands of small bodies on the solar system's fringes because Earth 1.0 will end and we one day will be a TV show like Lost in Space looking for a new planet to live on. Are you with me or are you against me? You have to choose a side because this is a civil war of what happens to the world. Bald eagles. I once saw a bald eagle fly down, swoosh down, pick up some sort of um, maybe mole or something, maybe a rat, maybe some sort of beaver, I don't know. Take it up in the sky, and then you're like, no, don't drop him, don't drop him. The, the mole thing's going, oh, don't drop me, don't drop me. Oh, and he got dropped. <laughs> Nature's cruel. Nature is cruel. Um, but tech is, too. There's a big um, consensus out there that jewelry makers are losers this year. You know why? Stop and think for a second. Stop and think for a second. Why is jewelry going to be in trouble this year? In large part because people are going to be using, buying the Apple Watch that just came out, which is a little bit skinnier, a little bit nicer, a little more desirable. So that's out there. Apple devices could make a lackluster holiday season for the jewelry sector. So they're always going to be tied together at this point in time. Apple introduced three new mobile phones and an Apple Watch earlier this month. The Apple Watch starts at $399 with GPS, $499 with GPS and cellular, but can reach about $1,400 if you get the special edition. So that's kind of in everyone's Christmas budget, kind of, I think. I don't know. E-commerce sales are expected to climb to $128 billion, $134 billion. Ooh. 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 Um, so companies like Fossil... They're a big watch company, and Movado, um, as well as Signet Jewelers. I'm not going to say short them, but Apple's eating your lunch. I know you're saying, seriously? Apple's eating my lunch? Roku is a stock we've been talking about for a while. It's tough to look at it as a long-term investment because the competition in the industry is so tight. Amazon, Facebook, Google... Verizon, AT&T, everyone wants to be a streamer. So Roku's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and analysts are bumping their numbers up ever so slightly. Now analysts are starting to say they're big enough that someone should consider buying them. Interesting, right? It's an alternative to Netflix. Will it be a CBS or Viacom? Will it be a Sirius Satellite? Will it be Apple? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Can a movie on the couch with a flip phone just like you? Like I like fingers in your mouth up on the sun, playing drums with a bleach bone just like you, like me.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. and more. I try my best to bring you some content that'll hopefully get you to the point of better investment decisions. I try to stop you from making mistakes because when you make mistakes, you become bitter. I made a mistake once in love and I got real bitter about it. Married less than a year, but I still believe and try your best, and you'll find someone that you love as best you can. Same thing with investing. Try to limit the mistakes so that you don't get bitter. Stitch Fix is one of those companies that's kind of cool. But can they survive the internet superhighway roadkill information apocalypse game? It's tough to say. Um, there's a lot of companies that I don't think should be publicly traded. And a lot that carry a lot more risk than others. I don't know Stitch Fix well, so I don't know which category they fall into. It's a clothing subscription company. And they earn money. And you're like, whoa, I haven't heard of this company much. Typical symbols SFX, SFIX, SFIX. And um, I just asked, is this a company that's too much risk? For me, it has a profile of high risk. Because I've seen a lot of Web 2.0 kind of companies come and go. Like the Love Boat. Um, Pepsi's in the news. They're down. They reported better than expected earnings, better expected revenue. But they said in the future, it looks a little more tight margins. Papa John's International is in the news. There's a company called Legion Partners. They've picked up 5.5% stake in the company. They believe the stock price does not reflect the company's intrinsic value. Well, that's because their CEO made a racist comment. <laughs> And a lot of people have, are, are struggling to figure out how do we move forward. It's tough. I've worked with uh, a man from South America who had a lot of machismo. And I made one teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny mistake of saying, are you sure this is the right way of doing things? Or is this safe? And the freakout level went from zero to 100. It broke the meter. How fast it went up. So, <laughs> working with people and such is not always the easiest thing in the world. And uh, that is a company in upheavalness. General Electric hired today, upgraded to outperform, basically because they've put a CEO in place who's going to burn the forest. Uh, he's going to come in with a chainsaw and cut down all the trees and see what's left of GE. It'll be job losses. It'll be selling off units. For years and years and years, GE got bigger by buying little pieces of companies. At one point in time, they had 200 different companies inside the company that were profitable. And they'd be like, okay, we own a TV station. We own a theme park. What else should we own? Light bulbs? Let's own light bulbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's own jet engines. And slowly but surely, they became a company of, like a, a diversified mutual fund of profitable companies. And not so much anymore. Um, it's kind of become a bit of a problem. So you have problems, I can fix them for you. 
what's better than a Disney princess? Disney princesses on ice. Winner. No previous winners. Receives a four complimentary passes to Disney on ice. Celebrating 100 years of magic. Playing at Oracle Arena, October 19th through 21st. So this this pass, you can either choose Oracle Arena, October 19th, 21st. Or SAP Center, San Jose, from October 24th to 28th. I personally like San Jose. It's closer to me. This song gets me every time, especially when Indina Menzel sings it to people with, who are less fortunate than me. It's a story where a princess is saved by love for her sister, not a man. Okay, back to the promo. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney experience when Disney on Ice celebrates 100 years of magic. Be charmed by a cast of over 50, including Mickey, Minnie, Disney princesses. That's plural. I thought it was Princess Eyes. I was wrong. Disney's Frozen. Well, she'll be here. Bring 14 stories and 30 songs to life. Ideal for young kids who are consuming those movies like... Mm, ants consume a summer picnic. Leaving the whole family captivated with memories for a lifetime. These are free tickets. Free. Oracle Arena, October 19th, 21st. SAP Center, San Jose, from October 24th, 28th. I'm getting choked up again. She keeps singing. Go away, Indina. Uh, Ticketmaster.com for more information. Ticketmaster.com for more information. KDOW.biz, KDOW.biz. And for the record, there's a lot of good content at KDOW.biz, including a lot of good downloadables. Okay. Okay. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, 800-516-1220 to win those tickets. I probably should have plugged our number a little bit more. 800-516-1220 to win those tickets. You know what um, else? You're a big winner tonight. You're a big winner. That always makes me feel good. So I tried for years to win tickets, and it never happened. And then I won a trivia contest. Oh, and by the way, I've won Trivia IQ twice. Twice. Anyway, I know someone's going to call up and say, I've won three times. I know, I know, I know. Um, 800-516-1220. There's something called socially responsible investing. It's not a bad way to think about it. If a company's got enough of a conscience that they don't want to get into trouble, well, guess what? They don't get into trouble. Something to think about. Google socially responsible investing. Maybe that's your thing. It's not mine, but maybe it's your thing. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.